Welcome to the Midlife Midsters podcast, your podcast for inspiration on being bold and saying yes to making the most of midlife. We're so glad you joined us. We wanted to get together around this table that we've been meeting around for a few months now to talk about where this journey has taken us so far and where we are heading in our second season. We're so glad you've joined us. We're going to start with some introductions. My name's Mary Ann. I'm Leslie Ann. I'm Marla. And I'm Michelle. Uh, so I'm going to kick things off and I'm just going to share a little bit because I won't be participating fully in season two and I thought I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So you may remember if you listened to the podcast um, number two that we had on Courage, I had shared that my oldest child had died unexpectedly at age, almost age 29. And that was just a few months before we started uh, taping the episodes. Um, so, you know, as you can imagine, um, my life now includes living with this um, unimaginable, tremendous loss and, and finding ways within myself to transform and, and grow with, with my grief and with my suffering. Um, so I think in participating in season one so soon after Oshling's death definitely did give me a sense of normalcy. I think that, that was helpful. But there also was a point where I came to recognize that that normalcy really was a bit of an uh, illusion. Um, so as I grew with my grief, you know, I realized I was, um, when I would do the podcast, unwilling to share um, kind of who I was becoming. And case in point, I actually couldn't bring myself to participate in episode 12, which was a little bit about ourselves. So I have learned that grief is complex, it's unique, it's demanding, it's powerful. Um, and I also, also definitely learned if you surrender to it and trust in its wisdom, it will take good care of you. Um, so during this part of my midlife journey, I'm going to listen to my deeply, very insistent inner voice that's saying, um, be contemplative and private, write more, talk less. Um, and someday that may change, but that day is not now. So uh, I want to also say thank you so much to all the midsters here. You made space for me and you provided me with a lot of loving support, which I'm tremendously grateful for. And I'm actually really looking forward to being a listener, an avid listener in season two. Uh, so that's going to be fun for me. You know, Michelle, we are going to miss you sitting here around the table. And you've brought so much. Like, I love the way you facilitate. You've taught me that a little bit. But the, the best thing about it, about the midlife midsters, we came together, know, most of us all knowing each other, but being friends. I've known you for over 20 years. We still walk together through the week. We spend time together. And I feel so much your loss. And I do understand you stepping away at the moment. Um, I know you will be a listener and hopefully an idea person for us and some constructive criticism and all of that. But we honor you today and Ashling and making the decision that you need to make for yourself. Um, but the best thing is our friendships. They endure. So um, that'll go on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So as we get started talking about season two, let's just talk a little bit about season one. And Leslie Ann had written some notes and talked about climbing up a hill. One thing I do want to say about that, it was a hill, but anything uphill takes a lot of work. Not, you can't do it at 25% or 50%, but a, it takes 100%. 
it was a passion project. It is a passion project for all of us. But I think our hearts that are our hearts are a hundred percent in it. Of course, it's just it's second job for some of us. I mean, I don't know. It's not a job really, but a project. But it, I, I think we should talk about a little bit of that uphill journey. I, I think the thing for me is that I, I, I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist and really had to let that go to be able to do this because season one, I mean, we really, be, between the first episode that we recorded and the last episode that we recorded, I think there was a tremendous amount of growth in all of us, both in the technical stuff, like how to handle the mics, but also just in feeling comfortable. And, and we had to scratch a lot of stuff and get rid of a lot of things that we recorded that no one is ever going to hear. But it was really fulfilling to go through that process and realize my tendency would have been not to have done this until we were all lined up and ready to go and we had scripts and we were comfortable and we had coaching and we had this and we had that. And we had none of that. I don't roll like that. I, I don't either. Like, I was like, I that sounds either. like my idea. Sorry, right? Me too. Like, oh, and I would have been out. I would have yeah. been like, I can't do not this. Not the way I roll. <laughs> I think I said this to you this morning. I was like, like, I think one of my strengths is just being able to wing it, which is actually not really a, necessarily a skill that you can put on your resume. Oh, yeah. I don't have to learn anything or know how to do the mics. I can't your business plan. But yeah, right. We're just going to wing it. Right. And my training is as a trial lawyer where you you leave nothing to chance. You have mapped everything out. So thank goodness. (laughs) Right. But it's, it's, um, I I think that sometimes, at least for the thing I would say to our listeners is sometimes it really is better to just jump in. If you have an idea and you want to do it, you can really derail yourself by putting too too much planning in you just have to go with it and it's actually really worked out you know it's it's so interesting because i just said like i like to wing it but one of the things that i think this has taught me is that taking the time to be thoughtful to to plan the questions to think about your answers even if you don't go verbatim even if you go off script the fact that you actually took some time to prepare makes that end product even better than it would be had you not spent any of that time. So I think it's really interesting. We've come at it from different, different angles different angles, and, and each has grown, right, by stretching ourselves a little bit. Right? And I think that's one of the gifts about doing something with a group in community is that we do actually have different styles and we've had to you know, for some of us, it's been more of a challenge in some ways than in others. And, you know, that dynamic is what keeps it going and makes it work. We've all kind of taken little pieces from it. I remember, and I do think we all have the same big idea of what we want to do here. But when I think back to the day that my husband, Robert, was like, well, I have a room, you know, in our building that was used for something and now it's not. And I remember grabbing Michelle and we're coming up here measuring and looking at paint colors. I mean, the logistics, I know you guys weren't involved in that as much, but the logistics of finding the equipment, finding the furniture, this table, um, just all of that before the idea even formulated fully of the discussions we're gonna have. So there was a lot of thought put in it. Viewers haven't been able to see during season but one, but we were gifted somebody that worked at my husband's office who's his right hand, and her name is Liz. 
Um, I hate that we haven't introduced her, but yay, Liz. Yeah, she is our technical person. And so I will send a text, give her some dates. They work or they don't work. But she also has had to learn on the front end of this as well. And sometimes she'll stop us in mid-sentence and in our thoughts and we need to redo it again. And we're thankful We're thankful for you, Liz. Jared. And then the equipment actually was somebody that came in from Chicago that my husband found on, I think, Instagram <laughs> or something like that that had a podcast um, business and getting all those things put together. So I just wanted to mention like the logistics of that leading up to even writing a script. And I think that was really actually helpful in making, um, having me make it a priority because when it was actually real and there's a studio to go to and it's been all set up and you've been invited, I was like, oh, I better show up and I better be prepared and I better do what I'm supposed to do. So there was really interesting, like how the physical part of it actually made me much more engaged and much more like responsible about it's not my job, but I was like, okay, I've got a two hours on a, you know, on a Monday night or whatever, and we need to get this done. And I, and I think confident, right? Like when people would say, oh, well, you're doing a podcast, like, where are you doing it from your basement? I'm like, no, we're doing it in a studio. And then people would look at it and they're like, wow, that's really professional. And then they're like, yeah, it is. Right. And so we can, we can, like you said, I have to show up. I feel like I can try to live up to this studio and sort of what is expected of us and and how do you rise to the challenge or that opportunity that we were given so right. you know the the work that went into creating this beautiful environment i find this environment to be really inspirational for me for having the conversations I agree. No, I, I like that piece of it. And it has given me confidence to even have guest speakers here. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I'm I'm I think we all should be proud of the space we've we've created here. It has good energy. And yeah. you know that when you mentioned guest speakers, I, one of the things I was thinking about in, in sort of formulating my thoughts for this evening is the fact that we've had speakers has really been enlightening for me. I, I, you, I'm a storyteller, right? And I love everyone's stories. But also I find now that I pay so much more attention to other women that I meet. I kind of want to know, like, what are they doing? Where, you know, where are they in their midlife journey? What are they someone we might want to interview? But even if they're not, it's, it's kind of fascinating to focus on someone else's journey a little bit. Um, we all went to a, a uh, Arlington Community Foundation luncheon. Thank you for coming. Yeah, like at Carmen's invitation. Thank you, Carmen. And we were standing in the lobby talking. We met this lovely woman who was writing a book on leadership um, skills for women. And I was just like, this is the kind of conversation I wouldn't have had before the podcast. It would have been a lot more um, superficial. But now I want to go deeper when I meet people because I want to know what they have to say. What well, has changed my lens as well, the way I look at things and, and look at people. And I do want, I'm not a storyteller like you are, Leslie Ann, but I love to hear stories. And I, I want to see what other people are doing as well, because it is inspirational. Now I realize there's a story in everyone and there's inspiration in everyone. Everyone I've met I mean, there's something there, but now I just, I have an ear for it. I, like you, Leslie, 
I want to hear, I want to hear about it um, as well. And being able to sit here and talk about how I'm inspired is one thing, but to hear somebody else's story is another. The guests have been my favorite part. I mean, by far, because it's just, just, I'm not a storyteller, but I like to ask a lot of questions and I like to know about people's lives. So those have been my absolute favorite episodes. Well, growth and development for myself as well. If anyone listened to season one, I didn't even facilitate at the beginning. Like I was scared to death. I had stage fright. I had stage fright, but I can go up to anyone in a crowd and not. But staring into a camera was a whole nother experience for me. It took me, I don't know how many episodes before I finally was like, okay. You know what's hilarious? I won't go ask for a donation anywhere, but I have not felt the least bit nervous doing this. <laughs> oh, I'll ask for money. I, oh, yeah. I, I hate doing that. For donations. I'm like, where's my daughter? I'll make her do that. But this, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. It's very comfortable. You know, Marla and I drove over here together tonight, and we were sort of talking about how the podcast has affected us. And I, and I guess I kind of hit on something that I think, Marla, you and I both agreed. I feel like from doing this and thinking about what we've learned from our conversations and from the people we've talked to, the, the key takeaway for me has been live your life, make your life happen. And I think all too often people let life happen to them, especially when you get older. It's easy to just kind of fall into routines and habits and kind of let the days go by, but that's not what we're about in this podcast. And I'm, I'm beginning to actually live that reality, which is really fascinating. I'm thinking a lot more about what I'm doing with my time. And um, just as a little, for example, um, and I was telling Marla this story, it, it just being more bold and adventurous with it. We, when I was up in Big Bear Lake last week for Thanksgiving, my husband wanted to do this hike. And so he picked it out of this book and showed it to me. And it said like the first half mile is straight up. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I am not doing that. And then I thought, and I thought, well, wait a minute, I can do that. I just have to do it on my terms. And so when we got on the trail, I was like, don't walk behind me. I do not want to walk at your pace. You go ahead and you do your hike the way you need to do it. And I'm going to do it the way I need to do it, which requires a lot of stopping on the uphill. And it was great. But I think an earlier version of me would have said, would have just stopped at that. I'm not doing the hike. You know, but finding a way to make it work for me so that I could do something that I want to participate in. That's something I learned from this podcast. And a sense of accomplishment. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in 2017 when I thought about doing a blog, I actually did a, started a blog and I was in my midlife years. I was still working. I worked part-time, still had kids. Um, one child still at school. But I wanted to write about how I thought I was going to live and how, actually how I was living. But more than that, I wanted some sense of community to find out how other people are living. And this podcast, more than the blog, the blog was off and on and so forth. But this that's what this is doing for me, coming together with you guys and knowing what you're doing. I mean, you set the bar for me all the time. I think we do for each other. And when we have guests and hear what they're doing, it's, and I hate to use the word bar, but it is giving us ideas. It's giving us self-confidence. Mm -hmm. If somebody else can do it, we can do it too. And we are. And it, I love the sense of adventure. I love the sense of wonder 
and curiosity, the world kind of is our oyster now. And I really feel that. I felt it for many years, you know, for several years for sure, coming into this age. But having friends to be able to do that with and experience that with, having you guys at the table and as friends, and we're doing some travel adventures as well, and we hope to do more of that. But self-development-wise, it is I've become very more reflective of how I want to live in a more inspiring way for myself and for others. Um, I was just this whole, like, what have we learned from doing the podcast? And, and so I was really, like, at first my answer was I don't think I've learned anything. Um, and, and about myself, right? Like, a, a, like, I don't feel like I've grown specifically because of the podcast, because I feel like in the last five years, I've grown so much from so many other challenges that, um, if you will, presented themselves to me. Um, but each one of these, these episodes, I, I have felt inspired by the, our conversations or the people that that we have interviewed. And then I thought, okay, but I'm not ready to start my own business and I'm not ready to change careers and I'm not ready to write a book and I'm not ready to move across the country. You know, I'm not ready to do all these big things that people have done. But then I started to think that that it's little things, right? Like it's what were those qualities that our guests and we shared that helped you to move through different things in your life. And so, you know, I, I joked and said, you know, I, I broke my foot the day before my birthday and it was the fall of the fall and I needed to name it. And, and then I needed to not let it get in my way of living my life. And so I, I've been just thinking about it. It doesn't have to be big, adventurous things. It can be day-to-day ways that you're approaching life and people that you're encountering. Um, or like you said, the conversation you had at a reception is different. Your attitude about things and, and being inspired and being bold in small ways too, I think has been really impactful. And so my, oh, I haven't grown because of this. I absolutely have grown because of doing this in so many ways and I will probably continue to think about ways that I've grown from doing the podcast after we um, turn off the recording and I think even more about it. What's fascinating to me in hearing you say that is like you're saying, you know, you don't have to do big things, but we actually are doing a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like what we're doing right here is is kind of a big thing. Uh And when I tell people like, oh, I do a podcast, they're like, wait, do what? I, I think that we underestimate how much we've taken on here because it has become at this point kind of natural for us. Like meeting together in this room and sitting here in front of these microphones has become second nature. And I think we forget just how big a thing it is. And the response has been great. People are listening. Um, and they're, and I think part of it, we want to inspire others as well because other people can find what interests them and do the exact same thing. Maybe how to I kind of couldn't believe it when my friend Nancy texted me and I hadn't talked to her in like seven months. She's like, I heard your podcast. And I was like, you did? (laughs) And y'all know, I mean, y'all know I'm very shy about, it's so weird because I'm not shy at all, but I'm very shy about certain things. And I hadn't really told anybody. And then I got a note from Nancy and I was excited for like a week. (laughs) And I'm also really excited because we're going to get back together. 
That's great. Is there anything any of you guys would have changed? Well, would have changed or will change, I guess, going into, is it season one? I mean, yes, you talked about us scrapping a lot of things. So there are some things that we would change, but any like pivotal moments? I really wouldn't change season one because we learn. You know better, you do better, right? It's like you can't really. I I just didn't spend a lot of time regretting mistakes. Um, the only thing I really don't want to do is video, <laughs> right? Which we're by the way to your list for the listeners. We are not going to do video so much when we have guest speakers. We will otherwise it'll be. Um, You'll have to learn yeah. our voices. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't really change season one because I think it's just... It, I agree. You know, you, know it, you do what you do and you, you do the best you can. I compare it to like the first day I showed up at my job. Yeah. By the third month, I was thinking, oh my gosh, they paid me those first few weeks. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. It felt a little bit like the first time you showed up at high school. <laughs> oh, that's true too. <laughs> but for the second season, I don't know. I think we've gotten to a much better cadence around... You brought this up, Marla. I think we've gotten to a better cadence around having a script so that we organize our thoughts, but then not really using the script. And I think that leads to a much better, more natural conversation. I know that feels pretty good. Yeah. For me, there are some things I need to work on. One is like the organization, the organizational logistic piece of the Google Drive, putting the episodes, thinking through a little more thoughtful in a thoughtful way about getting guest speakers and how it would line up. Um, that is something people ask me a lot. Like, how do you get your guest speakers? And and up to this point, we've been so fortunate because it's people that we know that we think are interesting. Um, what I think is interesting is that we now have people asking to speak. And that's the, I that's really kind of the highest praise. That's um, a compliment. Yeah, sure. it is. And for the listeners, if you have any ideas of guest speakers or topics that you'd like to hear, there is an email attached to the AmericanMinsters.com website. So feel free to definitely let us know what you're thinking about that as well. You guys want to give a preview of what we'll all be listening to in season? I didn't bring my notes. Oh, <laughs> we have a couple things. I should have learned that to season one. We definitely have like a, a couple of folks that we've done interviews with already that, you know, we haven't released yet um on big like career i went some of its career transitions but big transitions that they made in their working lives through midlife things that they wanted to do and what that looked like and one came from someone who's a little bit beyond midlife one came from somebody who's in midlife so that was a big topic um because i think a lot of people start to think about is this really what i want to do or they're coming to their end of the career that they have to have to make money and they're thinking about what their next chapter is and i think we had another theme i'm not i'm not sure what the overarching description is but um maybe about um personal relationships whether it's dating or dealing with end-of-life issues or caring for older parents we're also going to have this conversation about downsizing, about going into midlife a little bit lighter and shuffling off the things that you don't really need anymore. And I'm actually very excited about that because you all know what I went through a major downsizing this past year. <laughs> well, Leslie, and I think when you were saying that about doing major di- downsizing and becoming lighter, 
you're about to shed a job here in 18 months or two years or 18 months, 14 months ago. Uh, so it's changes in relationships. That's great, Marley. You brought that up because I think there's a lot of people out there that will enjoy these episodes coming forward because we are, we're all in midlife, but other stages of our lives and things that are going on in our lives. Some are divorced, some are dating, some are married, some are losing parents. Um, and there's, there's a lot going on at, at, in midlife. Also, I mean, one of the standout moments, um, and I only say this probably because people said it to me because they know me, but like you already referenced it. Like that episode that we did on Courage, even though it was so personal and so emotional and only our second one and we didn't really know what we were doing, it didn't have our footing, people have had have found that to be very impactful because we were so um raw and vulnerable and the overused word authentic and so i think that you know i love this conversation today because this is about us being authentic and and not scripted and not you know even coming up preparing right but but being thoughtful about what this has meant to us i think that is something you said it before we're all dealing with a lot of different things and the more that we can share about ourselves and our feelings and our thoughts and our challenges, um, the more we'll be able to um, connect with our audience. I actually, a listener did bring up the courage to me, uh, that episode. It was interesting. As she was listening to it, she texted me and said, I just do not feel courageous. I'm not doing things courageously. I don't look for things that would take courage. And she said, I want, I want to do that. I want to learn and train my brain and my life to take those risks of things I've always thought of uh, or wanted to do in their back in my mind, but I wouldn't even think about doing it. But now I realize it's because I've never had the courage to do it. And so I do think there's people out there that are getting a lot from, from our episodes. And courage was one of my favorite ones, too. It was emotional. Um, our friend here spoke a little bit, Michelle, and it was just um, very heartfelt. And I think a lot of people probably also benefited from hearing true stories about what's going on in our lives as well. I think one of the challenges of this is, and, and, and we were talking offline a second ago about, um, and, and this is something our listeners don't know, but we cut a lot <laughs> of our conversation. We added a lot. Um, but we were talking a minute ago about our, our standard, our, our, um, our motto, right? Bold, being bold, saying yes, boldly saying yes. Um, that can be intimidating to some people. And I think one of the things that we're trying to do, and I think we'll try to do more of in season two and going forward is making that a more accessible standard to achieve because it isn't always having to do big courageous things and we've talked a little bit about that in some other episodes it's the it's sometimes the small things and it's really just a life attitude and I, and I think if I could sum it up I, I mean I just say earlier it's it's about making life happen instead of having life happen to you but another way of looking at it is to cultivate a growth mindset to cultivate a, a an approach to life where you are always trying to learn something new, do something new, and continue to challenge yourself, even if it's in little ways. 
Um, it's just taking on some new thing that gives you a different perspective on life. And, and I think that's what we stand for. I think that's what people like about what we're doing. And I think that's what we're going to continue offering people. It's adventurous. And I love that. And it's also not um, your growth mindset doesn't have to be my growth mindset or your growth mindset. And I think that's the other piece, right, is how how do we we're not comparing ourselves to each other where we're comparing ourselves to where we were a month ago or a year ago. And I think that's that other piece about boldly saying yes, right? Whose definition is it, right? That's exactly right. And that's the lovely thing about having guests, right? Because everybody's doing something different. And it's it's just kind of finding what resonates with you and makes you feel like you're still in the game. You know, you're still active and you're still doing something and, and learning and participating and moving forward in life. We are doing that. And this podcast definitely is doing it. I mean, it was an idea and it's just grown and Oh my gosh, I have to thank all of you too. I couldn't do it without you. Leslie Ann knows that. She gave me the nudge. And then I remember all of us meeting, and we probably spoke about this in one of the podcasts, and we did have an idea, but we've all been bold, mm -hmm. and we thought it was a small thing. I did, but it ended up kind of being a big it's thing. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's kind of a lot of work. But for me, it's like a passion project. Let's get together around a table. Let's have a little bit of uh, a chat and see where it goes. And I, there's been a lot of personal growth. I'm glad you brought that up, Leslie Ann, because I think it is for other, we want listeners to also benefit in that way, but we surely have as well. And I couldn't be here without you guys. So I'm so appreciative of all your support and everything you're doing to make it chug along into season two and thanks for thinking of it marianne what marianne is such a thinker and i'll just drop this little teaser out there she's already got an idea for beyond bidsters <laughs> but we're not in trade world <laughs> it's true so there yeah that'll be coming in the future for sure beyond bidsters and i love that name so i hope everybody will tune in for season two we've enjoyed so much season one we look forward to season two you can find us at americanmidsters.com thank you all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.